So you see some things that most people don't. How do you express yourself without being labeled a nutcase or tinfoil hatware? How do you get the message out? Where does it all begin? Everybody is new to this field who thinks like this. Well, here's one man's story. Uh, kind of a legend in the conspiratorial realm of knowledge and a person displaying it through media, social media and otherwise. This man's name is Eric Dubay. Listen to his origination story. Pretty cool stuff. A lot to learn from here. You know, a time in my life around when I was like 24, 25, and I was, I found out about Michael Tessarian, Jordan Maxwell, David Icke, Alex Jones, and all these conspiracy figureheads talking about things that I had never heard of before and I became obsessed with the information and delved into all their books, videos, documentary series, everything. And you know, a lot of it, there's a bunch of stuff that has fallen to. I mean, I've delved down rabbit hole after rabbit hole and tried to use my own intuition and discernment to lead me to what makes sense to me and, and steering away from things that don't really make sense and that's what's led me to certain conclusions and certain topics um, that I'm known for. But it, it began with just that, learning, you know, th like 9-11, the New World Order, um, you know, some new, new Age spiritual concepts and how they relate to some of the oldest religions, bunch of, you know, astro-theology, these kind of things. Eventually, I, I, it culminated, I guess, like I said, when I was like 24, 25, I, I'd been doing this kind of research for a year or so you start to feel like you're not a player in history and you're just a pawn on this chessboard when you're learning all this stuff. It's disempowering in a way because all you're doing is learning how disempowered, how little you are, <laughs> you know, how, how little a difference you make in history if all you do is learn this knowledge and then sit back and, you know, seethe. And that's basically what I was doing. I was learning and learning and the more I learned, the more pissed off and angry and sad and distraught I was and at that point you can't really talk to anybody about it because you're not you're not a good vehicle for expressing those those bits of information I've just been listening to lectures and reading books of people who've been into the subject for 20 years I'm getting my mind blown and I'd love to tell people and I tried <laughs> at that time and all I did was you know turn my friends and family against me, you know, there's still certain friends and certain families that they don't talk to me really, and this is why they just think I fell off the deep end. And, you know, if they could talk to me now, <laughs> maybe I would be more level-headed about it. It's like you learn all this stuff and you want to shout it from the rooftops, but you're not using the right language and, and you're shouting. <laughs> People don't like that. <laughs> so um, I've learned over time to refine my technique in expressing some of these truths. Before I started shouting from the rooftops, as I've told people before, I was literally shouting into my pillow <laughs> over and over again. It, it, as I said, I was seething and I got to the point that I didn't know what to, I, I think listening to Alex Jones and, and other things, I mean, he can, he can bring that emotion out in people sure. for sure. But it wasn't just him. It, it, it was the culmination of my rose-colored glasses I'd worn my entire life being not just stepped on, but completely shattered, and now having to 
be blind in this this dark world, and that just really I, I mean yeah I cried and screamed into my pillow for a long time and a few times you know it wasn't just once and I was done you know I got to this point when, and I was just like ah, and I just felt this weight on my shoulders because I know how few people in the world actually understood what I was coming to understand okay now it's no longer just I can't just have that knowledge in me because that's what I was doing I was putting putting in lots of negative just all this negative knowledge sure. and then it just starts overflowing coming out into my pillow and obviously that's not good and so then I start trying to shout from the rooftops and turning people off there and obviously that's not working it was a sense of duty that came from this anger and frustration of everything I was learning and then after finding ways not to express myself started to calm down I, I haven't done that scream into a pillow thing since then honestly so what happened is I instead of just being a passive observer I became a player in history and you know, I started a blog I started writing my first book I started joining hundreds of forums at that time on online forums were the, the thing you know it didn't really we didn't have social media at that time so much um, I, I got on MySpace. We had MySpace at that time. I made something called Sheeple Revolt, and I just put <laughs> putting out just you know conspiracy information and stuff on there everywhere I could. I went on uh, Second Life, which was a virtual reality type thing, kind of like the metaverse, but 20 years ago is when it came out. And I'd go on there shouting. They had a shout option. You got your little avatar, and then you can actually have private talk discussions where you don't shout. So I'd shout things about the New World Order at 9-11 and fractional reserve banking to try and see if anyone else was interested in these things. And there'd be people walk over to you and they're like, what, you think, you think the government did 9-11 or whatever? And then you get to talk to them. So I, I started doing things like that. I went on something like 200 forums and I just started posting threads about conspiracy topics, things that I was learning and interacting with people about them. Um, eventually, I made my own blog. That was, this was all before the blog. I wrote the Atlantean Conspiracy book, which was mostly an encyclopedia of all these, everything I was learning. And eventually, it just became this huge encyclopedia to the point I wanted to publish it. And then I went back and published my first book that I wrote in college as well, called Asbestos Head, which is a philosophical. I kept going, you know, I made websites, uh, you know, social media came around. I started making uh, uh, waves on social media, YouTube. Wrote more books. I'm up to eight books now, 450 or so videos at this point. Full time job at this point. So there you have the rest of the story, so to speak. Ever feel that way? Ever get like um, Eric out there originally when he first started out trying to shout it from the housetops and just get swatted off the housetop? And then when you land in the front yard, kicked out into the street, you know, let's, let's extend this metaphor or analogy on as far as we want to. But hopefully we can learn from the mistakes of others from ourselves. But now Eric, I think, has bounced back to the point where he's garnered some respect even amongst the, um, shall we say, deletion crowd. He seems to be getting more information out there now in a more intelligent way a more explanatory way and perhaps the powers that be realize he's not gonna go away he's one of those uh, Rottweiler pit bulls so they're just giving him a voice and I guess at this point there's so much material out there that 
uh, you know, these these controllers of the media, they just, I think they've given up the fight. They just don't care. And they realize that there's so few parsley, like Eric said, just a handful of people talking about this stuff. So I guess it really doesn't matter to them. And that's one of the reasons I started this podcast, Click Here, almost five years ago now. And I encourage everyone out there to do their own thing. Start your own discussion. Let this information start to permeate in the way that you can. But do it in the way that Eric has learned the hard way. And that is, be careful how you speak to who you speak to. This is Art Stemmel, one of those people out there trying to get the message. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so by sending a donation via PayPal. And the email address to contact is clickherepodcast at protonmail.com. Do appreciate your support. And look soon, we're going to be getting our store finally together where you'll be able to purchase some merchandise and stuff like that to support the show. Thanks for tuning in today. This is Art, just with a special edition of just trying to encourage everybody out there how to handle this um, this ticking time bomb of information where it can just like soothe rather than seethe your savage soul, I guess you could say. And just be careful who you share it with. Have a great rest of your day. And thanks for tuning in to Click Here, Not the Herd, are you? You're listening to the Click Here podcast, brought to you by New Airwaves Audio Productions. Mm-hmm.